Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Let's look at John 15, verse 1 and 2. Why do we pray for the growth of the church? One of the reasons we pray for growth is God does not like anything that is unfruitful. Anything that belongs to him anyway that is unfruitful is a I mean, if you look at the way Jesus Christ responded to that tree, a fig tree that was not fruitful, it wasn't even the time for, for fruits, for figs. But he was so angry, he cursed it. An unfruitful church uh, is not a thing of joy to God. So one of the ways we experience fruitfulness as a church is to pray fruitfulness, to pray expansion, to pray increase. John 15 verse 1, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Verse 2, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, what does it do? It takes away, yanks off. We will not be yanked off in Jesus' name. We will not lose our voice in Jesus' name. He yanks off. He said, and every branch that bears fruit, what does he do to them? He prunes. Prunes, is, is, you know, he, he repositions. It's not a perfect branch, but it's producing fruit. He works on it so that he can do what? He can produce more fruit to let you know that that fruitfulness matters to him much more. You pray for the body of Christ in Nigeria. You pray for your own um, local assembly, Global Impact NG, for more fruits, especially uh, salvation of souls and transformation of lives. Any church where people are coming to sit down and lives are not coming in afresh, to know Jesus, or they are not being transformed, you are losing your light. You are losing your candle. Salvation of souls, and then transformation. Anybody that enters, uh, either on-site or online, you are being transformed. You are being turned around. But we pray that. Proverbs 14, 28. Proverbs 14, 28. In a multitude of people, is a king's What? Honor, but in the lack of people is a downward downfall of a prince. So we believe in this ministry, based on scriptures, that Jesus Christ is honored with multitudes. In the multitude of, of people, the king is honored. But when there are no people there, the prince's impact or influence begin to dwindle. I believe God wants to make this church a place where mega multitudes gather in worship all over the place and being transformed by the word, by the spirit and those people also where they are located in their homes, in their business environments or, or career places, they are also touching lives because they are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Nations of the earth that have the numbers, they are the ones that have the power. Even if you have a lot of money and you don't have the number of people, you are still weak. So you look at nations like United States of America, you look at China, those numbers make, even your own country where we are broadcasting from, the number is still speaking for us. And we pray that the number will speak properly. Numbers. Numbers. Psalms 122 verse 6. NIV please. Psalms 122 verse 6, New International Version because of time. So in a short while we're going to rise up and also pray for this local assembly, you know, uh, pray and then we're going to pray for ourselves. He said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those 
who love you be what? Secure. One of the ways you experience peace in the land is by prayers. We can't stop praying. Uh, now somebody say, ah, but look at the way it is. Maybe it should have gotten worse. I'm not sure we gathered here if you, had, if you had gotten far worse than it is. That some of us can even still gather and pray. It means God is responding. But we must keep the pressure on. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. Verse 7, NIV. He said, may there be peace within your walls and what? Security within your citadels. Peace and safety. We pray it. We keep praying it. Next verse, 8. For the sake of my family and I will say, and I was saying that because some of us have plan C or say have plan D, but can you carry all your family and friends to plan, plan D or plan B? Except they are self-centered. So he's saying that if you have a passion for your family and friends in the land, then you pray for peace in that land. Because it's not just about you. No, family and friends. One version says, because of the body of, 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 of the saints, the believers, your fellow Christians, the, the same covenant people, for their sake, let there be peace in the land. Verse 9, for the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your what? Prosperity. So we, we pray for the peace of the land and prosperity of the land. The days will come, you know, that scripture says, um, it looks like it's bearing long with them. It looks like that now. That we are praying for this and it looks like, is God really responding? By the time the answer starts, it will now be so much with speed that you'll be wondering, wow, it's like God has been reserving it. So you don't stop praying. You don't stop believing. I know that this decade, something will happen to this country. Especially from maybe next year and 2023 especially. But let's pray. Let's, let's release our faith. Let something of God be in the mix. Don't leave it to the devil alone. Don't say, ah, I'm tired. You don't leave it to Satan to keep operating. No, we have to keep putting the light so the darkness doesn't spread. And the husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. I am of the strong belief that those who labor for the transformation of their nation, they experience the fruits of it first. And we have a classic example in Mordecai and Esther. I mentioned that if you can read through the book of Esther, these uh, three days will be fantastic for you. They prayed and fasted. And by the time you check it, I think we should go to, uh, let's go to Esther chapter 8. I think chapter 8, verse from verse 1. Esther chapter 8. Uh, this was a guy that was crying. Mordecai was crying with ashes when they had the news of the destruction. But by the time they finished praying and fasting and everything turned, they started enjoying the fruits first. Look at this. On that day, King Hercerus gave Queen Esther the house of Haman. In chapter 1 or chapter 2, this Haman was the one that was drinking with the king. After he said they should go and destroy the Jews. But look at how everything reversed. I pray that every evil intended by the enemy for Nigeria will be reversed in the name of Jesus Christ. Every agenda that is not in consonance with God's plans, we declare that it will be reversed in the name of Jesus Christ. This guy was rejoicing at the beginning. Esther and Mordecai, they were in tears and mourning. In fact, they entered the prayer and fasting with tears. But after the prayer and fasting, everything began to change. Look at it. On that day, the king Asuras gave uh, Queen Esther the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. 
And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther told how he was related to her. Verse 2. So the king took off his signet ring, which he had taken from Haman. That's reversal. And gave it to who? Ah, the husbandman that labored. Mordecai was one of the husbandmen that labored. And the labor was in prayers and in fasting. And then he gave it to Mordecai. And Esther appointed Mordecai over the house of Haman. Verse 3. Now Esther spoke again to the king. He fell down at his feet and implored him with tears to counteract the evil Haman, the architect, and the scheme which he had devised against the Jews. Verse 4. And the king held out the golden scepter towards Esther. So Esther rose and stood before the king. Verse 5. And he said, if it please the king, if I found favor in his side, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Boom. If you go ahead, everything was reversed. Towards the end of that chapter, they were supposed to be, they were shedding tears at first. Now they were now feasting and rejoicing. And I'm praying for your life too. Whatever has been a source of sorrow, as we conclude this on Friday night towards Saturday morning, I declare that those things will be reversed in the name of Jesus Christ. Three days fast like this is an opportunity to reverse what has been said to be irreversible. I don't know what it is in your life that looks like only God can do this and that same God will do it these three days. Maybe the enemy had told you, you, you will never get married. These three days, it will be cancelled forever. Or you will never, you, you can never prosper. Or you, you can never survive this. It will be quenched these three days in the name of Jesus Christ. If you read through the book of Esther, it was a matter that except God reverses it, it will never be reversed. But God not just reversed it, he did it in grand style. So no case is closed. No case is closed with God. Glory to God. Any impossible barrier. I don't know who you are. You came into this fast with something on your life or in your life that looked like an impossible barrier, impossible mountain. It will be surmounted these three days in the name of Jesus. So please, it's just the first day. Don't be tired. Enjoy the second day with strength. And then do the third day with zeal. If they told them before the fasting that these three days and three nights they will do, we sort everything out. They will have more energy to do it. Three days, we, resolve, we will not die. Ah, they will do it with joy. But they didn't have the opportunity. They did it by faith. But you have the opportunity to know. These guys didn't have the Bible. We are now reading their own. If they tell you that out of 365 days, oh, these three days, we made it 365 heavenly. You will ask, are you sure? Should I add two, two, two more days to it? These are things that motivate you. So because uh, maybe you have been eating so much and uh, uh, today it was the, the, the tummy is reacting. He said, don't worry, don't worry. We'll soon break. Don't overbreak. <laughs> yes, you break, but don't overbreak. And for those who have strength that wants to continue night, fine. Pray in the night, worship in the night. I encourage those who, the, the Holy Ghost wakes you up in the night to pray. Just just shower the prayers down. If it's worship, unleash it. Singing will do a lot this time. Tomorrow night at the midnight encounter is singing. Minimum of 45 minutes of worship. Midnight praise. Because what will happen from this season, you'll be glad you joined. Some of you will be asking, can we be doing Esther's touch? First half, another, Esther's, Esther's hug, uh, second half. 
It will produce results in your life. I love that the Holy Spirit seems to be pointing out impossible barriers to be surmounted. Situations that look irreversible will be shattered. And then um, these three days is to commandeer a season of remembrance. This one is amazing. Remembrance. It's a way of God showing mercy. This remembrance is a mystery where God himself will dig out something that matters to you and use it as a point of contact for your liberation. It could be a gift you gave a prophet somewhere or a, a something you did in the church five years ago or something that you might have even forgotten that the mercy of God will locate as, okay, for this reason, she must be married. For that reason, he must have his breakthrough. For this reason, he cannot die. There are many things you've done in the last five years, many you've forgotten. But there's a God that keeps records, that keeps records. And that happened for Mordecai. And, and you know, the astounding thing is, if you go to uh, Esther chapter 6 from verse 1, it was the, after the third day, the, night, the third night, that night, that third night, the king could not sleep. That night, that's the third night. Not the first night. Not the second night. The third night. The king, the, that night, the king could not sleep. I pray, oh, the thing that matter to me and to you, that we turn our morning into dancing. Wherever is in charge, they will have sleepless nights. Wherever it is, they will not rest until they deliver. I can't hear you louder. Amen. I don't know where your documents have been lying fallow. Hidden somewhere in one office. The God of remembrance will bring it out in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know what matter had lingered in your life for years. Ah, your season of remembrance has come. It will turn your morning into dancing. It will bring glory to Jesus. It will bring glory to Jesus. Remembrance. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.